This is a Podcast Now production. I want to sometimes just go jump on the decks with them. They're like, yeah. you, know, you get thrown out by the bouncer oh, and everything. No. I don't know many DJs, new DJs that have been here for a while that are now on the club scene. I know some of the prices, I've seen some prices, it's too much. This is Output DXB. We, we were in Dubai, we DJs, well... We used to be DJs, probably not as much DJs. <laughs> so I just wanted to like just chat, boy, because I've I've obviously came from the UK, been back and forth for eight years, seen it change. But you guys are like pioneers to this. You guys, you guys, I was coming back in the day and you were the ones playing. Like I didn't even know you. I was at the front with my hands in the air, like screaming <laughs> your names. But yeah, obviously Andy Swift, Chef Codes in the building right now. Yes, yes. Output DXB the podcast. Um, Guys, I just want to like know know where it all started for you, because I've seen your come up. I've seen your come up. You're now a model chef. Oh, like, damn. You, you, I, I was hoping that you wouldn't go there. Charles. No, we have yeah. to go there with you. Let's start with the modeling, bro. Let's start with the modeling. Yeah. Okay. First of all, um, I, I keep on changing my uh, Instagram bio. It keeps on changing from um, gang sign enthusiast <laughs> <laughs> to wannabe food critic to wannabe model. Um, because I support a lot of my uh, friends, so whether it's um, empty uh, pockets, yeah. like as he does, um, yeah, amongst few, amongst few. I, d- I did the, the first collection, and I think it was like a gradual thing. I like I still don't consider myself a model. It just so happened that I I, I was meant to be somewhere, and then someone said, "Oh, why don't you uh, um, do a shoot next week?" And I didn't know what it was for, and so happened that it was for the. Bloomingdale's uh, spring summer collection. Yeah, it's exactly what Naomi Campbell said when she, <laughs> yeah, she, exactly. she was a model. And then she drove past the billboard on Shakeside Road. Yeah. I, I, on, like, yo, let, let's be honest. I didn't know that it was going to be there. It, I, I, I didn't even know that my girlfriend sent me a picture saying, oh, like they put the uh, a billboard up in Shakeside. I'm like, what? I didn't even know. Because I, I got super excited when I saw my picture up in, in Dubai Mall. And That's I was crazy. hyped for that. But for me, it was like, I, I thought it was a move from you where you needed that extra thing aside from you DJing. Like, there's, there's me trying to, like, we're not working now. So in my head, I'm trying to create stuff or do things in other avenues so that it can live alongside me DJing. Yeah. So if you're saying it's just fell on your lap like that, lucky well, that, That's you, brilliant, right? exactly. <laughs> and I'm, try, I'm trying to be an influencer. So we're, all trying to, we're all trying to be influencers. <laughs> Trust me, I, I spend I spend my time trying to get all the kids stuff for free. <laughs> and it's working, especially now my, my daughter's a model as well. I've seen that. Yeah, I see, I see the moves. You know, so just trying to live off her name whilst, <laughs> whilst we can. <laughs> but yeah, like obviously now you're doing the modeling as well as DJing. But like you guys have seen Dubai completely change. Like we was just saying before, you was here when there was literally one or two clubs in Dubai, Andy. Mm. Like, how long, wh- what is your story, Chef, coming through Dubai? Um, so my dad migrated from Sri Lanka to Dubai for a better life and like the usual um, uh, story. And he kind of stuck here and we were meant to go somewhere else. And I think Dubai is such a place where it's a transient country. Yeah. Where in your mind you think, are you going to spend here, you're going to spend five max five years max and then you leave but we ended up staying here for 27 years 28 wow. years um uh, i i actually used to go see andy when he was djing but I, well, i'm not that old <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's not let's yeah. not calculate that huh? 
I, I let, let's just say we, I used to use my fake ID when I used to go see Andy. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, so how old are you now then? <laughs> As a silver fox sips water. Um, I, I think it was a gradual thing because it was an extension of my creativity. I yeah. used to um, like to draw. I used to uh, like to be creative in in a, in, in a way, and I think music was one way that I could uh, expand that creativity and it, I just so happened to start DJing um, a lot of my I, I w I'm very thankful for a lot of people that in my life that I met uh, and they were the ones who like showed me the come up um, and uh, I, I think I had to I still had to put in that work you know it's not yeah. like I, oh, yeah, I'm gonna it's gonna stay I used to work as well I used to I used to have a day job I used to um, I used to go to uh, college in the evening and then I used to DJ as well so Amazing. I said three hours of sleep I don't think anyone right now will understand that because people see like the end result they don't see the actual come up uh, but yeah that's that's my story yeah and Andy obviously you you I'm under the impression you was born here though right yeah I was born here yeah. uh, been here my whole life um, school college the whole shebang even had a day job at one point in time um, I used to work for Standard Chartered wow in the call center uh, 3,000 dirhams a month, 10 hours a day, literally. But if it wasn't, to be honest, if it wasn't for that job, I don't think I would have actually got into DJing as seriously because my, my first actual big gig came off. Um, my boss's husband at that time used to run one night in this club called Boudoir. Boudoir. Yeah, that was, that was back in the day. And um, he just, he was like, listen, the call center shutting down you want to come DJ for me for like one night and I was like you know what let's just go do it and then um, just so happened the DJ they had at that point in time was uh, they never wanted a local based DJ in their club they used to fly all the DJs down from France uh, it was just a thing that they had at that point in time yeah. and um, he ended up messing up on the decks one night for, for some reason I just happened to be in the area and then I got a call from the GM and he's like listen are you in the area can you come can you come pop by and it was on the Tuesday night ladies night and everything and I said, yeah, I could come by. CDs and everything. No USBs at that time, isn't it? So they carry all your CD, CD. cases. <laughs> yeah. Burning a CD, everyone realizes that like, oh, the man. amount of trouble we used to take just to burn a CD at that point in time was like, oh, God. Yeah, then ended up playing that one night. And then the next day, he just gives me a call. He's like, listen, I need to know in the next two hours, do you want to become a resident DJ or not? And it just, in a, like literally in a split second, bam, I said, yeah. I couldn't even get into the club at that point in time. You know, you used to wait in the queue for ages. Oh, and, yeah. Um, Boudoir. Yeah, I mean, it was only like 350 people, but it was like rammed every single night of the week. So I was like, yeah, of course I want to be resident DJ at Boudoir. And, um, and yeah. them times, like, was it based on tourism or was it like local people here? No, actually, most of it, to be honest, at that point in time was mostly the the people around over here they weren't really based on tourism as such I think in the early 2000s it was still building to yeah. that section I think the, the tourism aspect came I think majorly I think after the session kicked off and then you know 2008 was absolute ghost town in Dubai and that's yeah. when I moved to Abu Dhabi for a year because Abu Dhabi was still doing decent and uh, I remember I used to come see my family down in Dubai and it used to take me 20 minutes to get from Jabal Ali to Sheikh Zayed Road, I mean to Trade Center, which is un unheard of even these days. It'll take at least an hour now. But there was no cars in the road, no nothing. And um, But I think after that is when it all just picked up from 2010 when people started noticing, you know, Dubai and you know, everything was already built. The marina was built completely at that point in time. Yeah. 
and it became a little hub for all the British expats and <laughs> cool and uh, everyone else yeah and like obviously them times have changed massively clubs mm. have changed and you you alone must have seen both of you guys have seen GMs come and go for fun in oh yeah yeah venues, like. 100% well, most of them blagged themselves through, to be honest, I think initially. They're, they're still blagging them through. <laughs> who, who are we kidding? Like, um, but one thing I really yeah. wanted to know, like, I'm, I'm going to be talking like I'm a bit of a fanboy right now, but like, what I really want to know about the difference between Dubai now and then, like, what do you prefer? Like, oh, this, is, <laughs> this is another difficult to answer now. Um, me being old school, I'm, gonna, I'm always going to say I prefer it back then because I think we were a lot closer unit in terms of the management in terms of the DJs and everyone had a we all had the same vibe and we all had the same um, goals you know at that point in time yeah. and, um, I mean I used to work with like say for instance like with Bliss and uh, the Danny Neville's you know back in the day or Ronnie Jackson's and it, you know it, it was like um, yeah there was a little bit of rivalry here and there but I mean no one used to like literally step on each other's feet which was nice you know each one knew what they were good at yeah um, and they suggest stick to that certain vibe, which was which is amazing. And then a lot of DJs came through the ranks, obviously with Chef and um, Skinny Loops and all of them, not also as well. Um, yeah, it was. I think it was just a closer, closer knit, you know, group of people. So you're saying it more on the basis of like, who we kidding? The politics weren't as crazy as what exactly. They are now. Yeah, like obviously for you, Chef, like you work with Bliss and stuff like that. Yep. Like, do you feel like? that whole politics thing plays a big part in your DJ career in Dubai or not? Not at all. I, I, do you know what it is? I feel as if people made it to be bigger than what's, what it's supposed to be or look like. But I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's even rivalry. Yeah. Um, I think it was just, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, when, you know, when they were in separate schools and, 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 it, and it so happened that it, it just came out, played out that way. Um, but I, I just think people made it out <laughs> bigger than it's meant to be, really. Yeah. Uh, you know, everyone, we don't, we don't talk about, oh, we shouldn't do this or we yeah. shouldn't do that because these guys are here and these guys are that. We were just, we were just having fun. Like, we just wanted to DJ and have fun, play music for, for the people out in Dubai. And uh, we were also, like, in the process trying to make money from it. Yeah, of course. We weren't trying to, you know, if, like, Andy was somewhere, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know what, Andy's there, we're going to take over that night. No, I'm like, oh. I, yeah. And I think, we, like, we weren't spoiled for choice back then also, but, but we, had, we had respect, our mutual respect for each other's, like, um, lanes. We weren't trying to overstep at all. But do you feel like club owners have played a part in that as well, though? Like, did, just from me being, coming here for eight to nine years, DJing back and forth, like, there was a whole sense of, oh, you play there, so you can't play here, or this person plays here, so you can't play there. Like, that obviously doesn't help. Yeah. Do you think? Do you see any way around like all of that just completely scrapping in Dubai or not? Um, yes and no, because uh, I think owners and and uh, clubs they want some some kind of exclusivity. Yeah. Uh, and some sort of residency in a way, and um, I, I think it's it's happened of lately. It hasn't. It never happened before. Yeah. Like well, I used to DJ at every possible spot in in Dubai. Uh, and then I think it changed about five years ago where everyone is a bit a little bit uh, territorial like oh if you're DJing there you can come play because here because of the groups because there. of the groups and and I, and, and um, 
And like I said, we, we weren't spoiled for choice. Like there's a lot more clubs, there are a lot more super clubs. We, we didn't have a lot of super clubs in, in Dubai. Yeah. And I think, like I said, it becomes very territorial. Like, oh, you're playing at this spot, which basically means that you can come play at our spot. So are you in a position both of yeah. you now where you can play where you want? Yeah, I think it's basically also it goes down to, um, I mean, Dubai and the, the whole clubbing laws that they have, you know, with, with the DJ licenses yeah, and um, that, that plays into the fact with the visas and so on. But I see that getting scrapped as I, I think from now moving forward, I see it actually getting scrapped because, I mean, we've all taken a massive hit over the last year. Um, it's it's not been easy for anyone, especially the younger DJs who, are, you know, what literally just stuck with one club or the other and, and now I can see the, these people actually saying you know what if you're going to get a gig in another place just go ahead and just yeah. go go ahead and do it at least you're going to make some money if you can't make money in my venue might as well go out, go out. And so I can see it moving forward I can see it getting scrapped because um, it's difficult obviously for the I mean for the club owners to the managers to everyone I mean each one suffering in their own little way um, so I don't see it uh, becoming an issue moving forward but obviously back in the day it used to be a lot more you know if you're playing with me kind of thing sorry but you kind of like you work for me kind of thing so I'm paying your salary so you can't be promoting yeah. another club or whatever it is I, I do hope it does get to that because I just think it keeps the whole scene like fresh yeah it, it is for sure um, I just wish they hold knock off the whole DJ license but that, that's that's something I mean they have done it over the last couple of months uh, when we didn't you know, have when to pay for them and stuff, we didn't yeah. have to pay for them so it was a lot easier to just get in a bunch of acts dancers um, DJs you know flair bartenders whatever it is you know each one's got their own little talent so it's nice if they move around different places that you showcase their their skills. I, I think recently, I mean, I, I don't know if you've been reading a lot on, on this whole scene about DJ licenses and stuff, because now they're trying to uh, have a cap for like tax and stuff for DJs and artists and, and freelancers, because like a lot of bloggers are being getting a lot of money and they're yeah. trying to uh, capitalize on that, I, I feel. And also they're trying to they're trying to make this DJ license very strict now. Or they're, they're trying to make it like only for it'll be a one-time thing because there's a lot of people from other countries coming to Dubai. I'm not gonna say which one <laughs> uh, coming coming to Dubai to just like make make money. So uh, they're trying to be very strict with who they try and give the license out to. Well, I think that that's part of the the plan, isn't it? Everyone does come to Dubai to make some sort of money. I yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, each one's leaving their home country to actually come here. I mean, we've been here a long time, so this is home for us. We've got family and we've got everything going on. So, um, but otherwise, people on transit. I mean, people going to stay here for three, four years. I mean, they come in there in their twenties, twenty-five. They they're like, okay, you know what? Some of them are decent DJs. I don't mind. Yeah, it's the um, what they quote on different things <laughs> is what gets um, what gets to you here's my here's my question anything. sorry to cut you off yeah. here's my question right if I move to if I move somewhere if I let's go let's say I go to Europe and I can move everywhere in Europe I can't work in Europe I can't work as a DJ unless I do it illegally I need a permission right so you're saying that people from that from that area come to Dubai and taking not to say that oh you know what you can't take my job because you're, you're not better than me. Okay. I'm being like... On an international level, like, obviously you guys play here. Yeah. You, there must be aspirations to go and play elsewhere For around sure, the world. For sure, 100%. So it, it's, it's no different to that though, right? Or not? Like, for me, I, I understand what you're saying. And obviously, I've come from the UK. I've played all around the world and back. But it's we, like... We know, we know, Charlie. <laughs> just had to get out in there. Um, but for me, it's like... 
I don't know. And even maybe I'm a bit more different to what you're saying because even over this period, like all of my friends in England that are DJs, they've not been able to work and this was the only place that they can come and work. Yep. And obviously there's a part of it that's like either coming and taking a work from away from some of us. But at the same time, if that happened here, I would think it needs to be this, the same way vice versa. Do you get what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I almost feel as if if I went to the UK, right? And I feel I, I've heard stories and I've talked to people about um, coming to DJ in, in the UK. And I feel as if it's very territorial in, yeah. in the UK. Like, or you can't play at a certain club in in uh, in Manchester or Birmingham. Like, but it's it's very. Or we have our set of DJ or set of DJs. Like, this is our group. They can only DJ. We can't. You can't come in and try to prove yourself, even if you're really good. I, I'm I'm not saying that we should completely cut it off. Like, people are people are welcome to come to Dubai and DJ. Like, and you know, there's a lot of people that are super talented that can come to Dubai. I just feel as if people come here and, and take advantage of the situation. You know, like they come here like, oh, you know what? It's easy money. Let's stay here for like three months. And I mean, if it's residency and like they're they're actually really good and, and try to help the, the the scene, that's amazing. Like I'm, I'm always up down for that, you know? But I, there's, a, there's a lot of times where people just come in like because they have this situation that, which is great for them. And to try to take advantage of it. That's that's my only issue. Yeah, no, I, I fully I'm, I'm get not, that. Look, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure like some of your friends are really really great. But no, no, I, I'm, <laughs> it's all his friends. No. Like, <laughs> it's all Charlie's friends. No, because you said like there's no, 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 I, I, I fully like, understand what you're saying, and I <laughs> yeah. actually agree with you. But yeah. at the same time, like even what you're saying about you going to the UK, like as much as there is that side of the UK, what you're saying, there's also the other side where you can go to other places and easily. For play. sure, yeah. Like for for me people that come to Dubai and they're here for a couple months or whatever to just technically take advantage of the situation it's all well and good but then to me like as you know I probably I book people to come over and play yeah, yeah. and like a big part of that is because I think they what would he's have trying to say is, is just that if they come in for like a one-off it's fine just don't stick around over here <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> no, and it's not that, like oh no don't come at all no but yeah. that, that yeah. even annoyed me yeah. like I'd say now that annoyed me over this recent period over Christmas yeah. like there was people that came over for three months yeah. and as soon as we got locked down they were just gone exactly yeah. and yeah that is annoying but I think me personally if the UK was open now I probably would have gone back for a few months to do the same okay do you get what I mean yeah I, I know yeah I think it's but just uh, for us what we what we look at is you know when we when DJs aren't working there's a lot more on the background that you know yeah. that people don't see is it's just that there's things like bills and rent and yeah. you know where you don't actually think about on that side of town basically you know you just got your houses and you know you can actually live off whatever it is in Dubai it's 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 not it doesn't work that way yeah. you don't pay a bill over here you, you can just get cut off or whatever it is so it's a lot harder I think for people who actually residents over here who've been here for a while I mean I think that's the only distinguishing aspect of things but I mean, I'm okay with DJs coming down. It's just as long as you know they don't they don't take the piss. And yeah. So what are you saying? People have taken your work. Nah. From you. oh, <laughs> they're not as good as me. I'm trying to do all this like modeling work now. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the other thing to me. I think if like anyone that I'm kind of I'm booking that's come over, 
if they're just like random DJs and they're just coming for the sake of it, nah, I'm not. I'm not about it one bit. But like good quality DJs, yeah, I think there's like a space for it. And I think, like for me personally, I've been coming here. I've got to the point now where I'd much rather play a warm up set. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not even sure. about the main set no more. I'm just, and this is something else I want to discuss. Like, so these DJs that do come over and then they get into playing these main sets, like. Who are we kidding, bro? Like, I've, I would hands down say Dubai is the hardest place to DJ in. Like, 100%. And that's me traveling to Ibiza, everywhere. And that's purely because the range of people that are here. Yeah. So these people actually come here and they DJ these main sets, but they don't even do good. So there's a fine balance between the good DJs doing it and the people that thought they were good and come and doing it yeah. and then not being able to sustain it. And if they're the ones that are carrying on getting these three month residencies, that's where there's a problem. That's that's my that's the exact point that I wanted to make. Yeah. If you're not if you're not making if you're not making a, a noise in your city and then you're trying to come out elsewhere and trying to make a noise, it's a little questionable. Yeah. That's my whole point. Yeah, because for me it's like it's like you said, if they're big in their city, they come, they play once or twice. And it's at a place where we have residencies. It's going to bring a different set of people coming back to the club. Exactly. So I think it's good on that aspect. But like musically here now, you guys play what you play. Two different types of DJs. I probably sit in the middle of both of you. Like, how do you feel the music scene is here? Like in terms of new music to what people actually like and stuff like that. Like between the both of you, I'm sure you're going to have completely different stories on it. Oh yeah, I think it's. What happened, I think, over the years is just um, I took a different route is because I didn't, again, as I said, we had a lot of respect for the other DJs around. And I just realized um, back in the early 2000s, I don't even think open format was a, mm. was a genre of music at that point in time. No one even knew what it was. And I didn't even know what it was until, um, you know, you play for so many different nationalities and then you just got to mix it up quick because you only got like till 3 a.m. and then you know you're done yeah. and if people walk in at 12 you got three hour window where you know you've got to keep everyone happy and then you just learn to like bam 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 and then obviously with the David Getters coming in and you know mixing the whole R&B and house vibe or whatever that helped out the whole open format scene um, yeah but, but as chef and all of them took care of the hip-hop side so I was like you know what if they're gonna play that and then they've got the English guys playing the house I might as well just go straight Stay through the middle, the middle yeah. and just try mixing up both uh, just to keep them happy and then I remember one of the club owners I won't tell you which one he was just like listen you can tell us which one uh, <laughs> he was just <laughs> I'm like I'm telling you see <laughs> so he starts just comes up to me in the DJ booth once and he's like you see all these people here I said yeah he's like all these guys don't care about one of them see these girls here I care about all of them just make sure they're happy and then I'm happy because if, if they're here Everyone else is going to be here. And yeah. I was just like... Yeah, but that's, that's probably massively switched the other way now because it's the guy spending money on bottles yeah. and they're the ones who've got to take care of. There was, yeah. uh, there was something I used to... I read somewhere and I kinda, it kind of stuck to me. It's like you, you make the ladies dance and the guys always follow. Yeah. It's, it's always been... Not my motto, but when I go to a club and I see a lot of girls there, that's my, that's my goal. Like you, you need to make the girls dance. And then the guy's always like trying and trying to impress them. Like, oh, let, let's, let's do this. Let's and open another that. bottle of yeah, like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's always like champagne wars and everything, you know? Yeah, and I think like, that's why I think ladies nights are so successful here yeah. because of that exact reason. Um, but Chef, like on, on your side, you play at the bottle clubs and stuff like that. Like, I've come from the UK where I will play in the West End of London and that's what it's about. Yep. And then I'll go further up north and it's not about that at all. Yeah. 
and I feel like it, it frustrates me but I know that's just a Dubai thing yeah and where you've come through Dubai as a DJ have you had the chance to kind of be on the other side of that um yes and what do you prefer the only reason why is because I put myself in that situation yeah. where I didn't want to be stuck in this little box where oh, I'm only this uh, DJ who plays at the super clubs and I tried to uh, listen now to all these different artists and um, because I because I feel like everyone was in a little box nobody was musically educated as they are right now yeah because there was house nights and an R&B nights you know and then like that like Andy said there was a point where it meshed together and then now people are more aware of what, what they listen to and even the younger generation now they're but like with TikTok and you know YouTube and like Spotify they've expanded their musical knowledge now um, and I try to be very relevant in that situation where I can go to a super club and kill it and, and then yeah. if I had a situation where I was going and doing a little underground party or like where, where it's predominantly younger uh, younger crowd I can go kill that as well uh, but yeah I, I, I try to stay open and not be put in this little box where oh we gotta listen to one sort of music like even the W I, I play disco and soul you know yeah. I, it, I'm, I'm very open to that I'm not like oh we gotta play a certain genre you can't play this you can't play that but what do you prefer though like I because I, I, I listen to a lot of R&B and I'm, I'm an R&B guy I'm not, a, I'm not even a, a hip hop guy I don't listen to underground like super raw hip hop, yeah. even though I respect it and appreciate it. I'm an R&B guy because I, I I grew up I, I didn't grow up in in the UK where uh, like I said I wasn't open to that knowledge. Um, I grew up listening to like uh, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in Dubai and that's I would that's all that we could hear listen to. And uh, it's only when I went to school was when I. Uh, and I don't want to say this guy's name, but I'll say it. R. Kelly. <laughs> and listen to R. Kelly and all, and then all those guys. And I think, I hate saying this again, but the first ever tape that I ever bought, and I said tape because I couldn't afford CDs, was an R. Kelly tape. It was TP2.com. And I was, I went into this world of um, Tupac and Dr. Dre, and I, I, would, I never used to listen to that in, in Sri Lanka, you know? Um, so yeah, I come into Dubai. I had to be a little open, but I still appreciate hip hop and R and B because that's that's what I that's what I play and and that's what I've come to understand yeah. and relate to. And that's like that's interesting to me. Obviously, I I grew up in London, so there's that whole London sound. Exactly. And with you guys kind of growing up here, there isn't like a sound. There isn't no. And as a DJ, I think it will open you up to a much wider sound being that way. But do you feel like Dubai would ever get to a point where there, there will be a sound or there will be artists and talent that are born and bred from Dubai that can create something? I think there are a few right now as well who've tried, I mean, they've tried to break through, but it's, it's really difficult also. Um, I think the radio stations in Dubai, um, in comparison to the rest of the world, yeah. you've got like maybe five of them and then most of them tend to one play a certain where they're told to play a certain vibe of music because that's what the listeners want to listen to so that's what makes it I think a little more difficult for sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> now um, you got your like at least it started like with the dance FM and everything when they came in so obviously for the for the house sets it was really nice to just listen to like new house 
So similarly, I think if they were to start a drum and ba- drum bass station or a proper hip hop and R and B station, um, I think it would enhance. Um, you know, if, if once you start listening to a different sound, yeah. you just start. You Sticks don't know until you listen to it, and then you just like, okay, I like this vibe, and then I'm gonna try doing something with that. Uh, so I think that's what was lacking over the years. Um, but then we're a small country; we're still young, mm. um, so I, I don't see why it won't happen in the future. It's just so what it is right now. We're, yeah. we're still a still a young country yeah. in, in comparison to the countries that make noise with music and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, the UK, being UK, there's so there it's rich in history of music. You know, there from the Beatles to Chinese Emperor to, uh, <laughs> uh, to you know Nicky Black Market yeah. and um, you know uh, whatever it is it, it's such a, a different style of music but in Dubai we don't have a standard yet like no one's put this nail and said this is what you got to reach this is what you got to follow so everyone's trying to come up and try to um, reinvent uh, the wheel in, in, in a way because what, uh, like for hip hop, for example, we don't like we never we don't have poverty in Dubai in in a, yeah. in, a in a way we yeah, don't so we can't yeah there's no stories to be like oh we used to sell exactly. dash dash in, oh, in crime you know music, in, I mean, you never hear of Stormzy or Skepta like ten years ago you'd be like whoa what what is yeah. this kind of thing and then I think it's just from their upbringing and where they're from is where that music all just yeah so so like do you think it's a sense of there's that culture missing in that sense to create the music it's, ca- it's coming up for sure like there is like freak um and more flow there, there's a lot of guys that are that are coming up there uh, who are doing internationally well like more flow did a song with uh with uh yeah. push a t mm-hmm. and uh freak did a you know a couple of songs with uh, some of the big artists in in the uk um and you know people like charlie slots coming to dubai and you know trying to do find the booth and stuff like that i i think there's an avenue but it's just probably going to take a couple of years until we try to find out exactly what the dubai sound is because we're uh, you got to understand we got we're a country of imitation yeah we don't have a sense of style because we we used to kind of look at what people are wearing on TV to understand this is what fashion is like I want to dress up like Usher in the Yeah video or Chris Brown and or whatever Snoop Dogg and and so on and so forth uh, we didn't have a sense of style in that way and I think because of the imitation we're trying to copy what other cultures are bringing to Dubai and try to make it our own uh, but yeah I, I think it's gonna take some time until and do you, like say you're talking about some of these artists like, do you play them in your DJ set? Uh, yes. You do? Yeah, when I, when I get a chance. So, like I said, I, I play at different venues, right? Like, if it's a super club, I can't play it because yeah. they wouldn't understand it. But if it's a younger audience, for sure I'll play it because but they can relate to, me, to that's, it. To me, that is actually, like, the scary thing about it, though, is, like, yeah. the pressure of not being able to play it in a super club. And I think that's, like, I think that's why in the UK or America, you, the, the culture and the sounds come so quick because they live in the club yeah yeah and like you said Andy, like it's not going to go on radio so that's completely out of question right now mm-hmm. but i think clubs will be the only way to kind of force it through at this stage and especially seeing all of these international artists being booked when we've got local talent here like how how can other artists not aspire to become a big artist if they're not being booked here do you get what i mean yeah, yeah. and i think it, it, it if there was ever a time where I would 
want to create a night or a club, whatever, I'd love to do something on a local level. Cause I yeah, think for sure. People need to know what the talent is here. Not, not even just like rappers, but the singer, the quality of singers here is amazing. Producers, the whole lot. And I think the, I just don't get that like culture. There's not a place that, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is just me. I think it just boils down to like, we got about 180, 185 different nationalities yeah. over here. So, you know, it's difficult to, to put it on one particular vibe because each one's, you know, you can come from the African side or the Asian side and each one's got their own little thing, but they don't have that much of a following because they only cater to that one small yeah. market. That's the only thing. Uh, as I said, it's just a young country still, so I, I can see it becoming better. But then unless this, again, as you said, the super clubs push out more local talent and that's where the managers come in. Uh, they, they need to have a little, take a little more risk on their bookings, maybe. Just once in a while, even if it's a weekday, I mean, you know, these yeah. artists don't win mine, an early slot, whatever it is. Um, but you don't see that happen too often because they'd rather book, like, on, even on a Monday night, you get like a $100,000 artist coming down in Dubai, yeah. literally, um, which is ridiculous. I mean, these guys, they do it for like a grand, probably, but they just want to be showcased. Yeah. And, and that's something that needs to happen more often, maybe moving forward. Um, and obviously with it, like the artists, you've obviously seen it change completely from no artist to now it being a big driving force in Dubai. Oh yeah, 100%. I think that, I think the clubs have, uh, I don't know when it reached that point, but it became kind of like a battle of who can book the better artist kind of thing. <laughs> uh, literally, because I think, I mean, as, as I say, survival of the fittest or whatever it is, and then each one's saying, okay, you know what, I've got this, so let's, let's book this, or I've got this one, so let's book that one and it just becomes uh, absolute mayhem because then at some point in time the crowd's just going like whoa um, yeah. where do I go now and I've had so many times you know because people call me up all the time oh can you get me a table here or book me here and then they're like where can we go this Thursday night and I'm just like you know what I have no idea because I have literally have no idea where to send them because there's so much going on on that one particular night you're just like whoa uh, I mean, this guy's decent, but I don't know what your vibe is, so maybe this might suit you or whatever it is. And it just gets so confusing. And I don't know, maybe they all need to like, all the big big boys need to all sit down together and just have a little chat like this. <laughs> and be like, you know what? Uh, you should get them on the podcast. <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it would end. I think there'd, there'd be bottles being thrown. <laughs> Well, Why did you spend 50,000 dirhams more than me on this artist? <laughs> nah, I, I don't know. No. Throw an ace of spades and throw your DP against this. I, I do honestly think like after we get through all of this stuff now, I, I, I think it's going to be a big it's reset. It's an eye opener for everyone, like, obviously. I, I do. And I, I hope it does, even on a matter of like how much they were spending on artists. Yeah. And I think that that is all going to go straight back down, straight back to the beginning again. I hope. Yeah, hope so. And I think not just on the artist level, but across the board oh no 100% I mean I remember back in the day we were trying to book DJs and I know how much they were charging like back in America or the UK whatever it is and then they were like okay for Dubai and they were like oh no we're not doing it for that it's going to yeah. be like three times the price I'm like why this is how much you charge regularly yeah. and no, they're like no I'd because we can get it and I'm just like and this is where you know it has to stop because yeah. they're just spoiled I mean it's it's ridiculous and the prices they're asking for and that just makes it even harder on the regular punter who's going you know yeah. just wants to go there and enjoy himself and you're like 5,000 there minimum spend on, on a table um, I just want to listen to the guy and have a few drinks basically um, without you know breaking the bank but I'd even go as far as saying like 
to me coming to Dubai was my money maker do you get what I mean yeah. and I think I've kind of got to because I'm here now full time and everything like that I've completely looked at it a completely different way like I, I obviously don't regret it but I know what me coming and getting a bit extra money than someone else may have done to that person do you get what I mean and it's like even when I book DJs to come over you're not coming over and getting more than what another DJ that's been here for a while because yeah. it's just not fair is it like, and it's only because uh, and I've, I've talked to a lot of people about it is because there is no they can't continue their journey like if they come to the UK for example they can go everywhere in Europe or if they go to America there are so many states that they can go to and Dubai is right in the middle yeah. and they can't go anywhere else after that they, it's a it, Dubai has always been a, a country where they have to like go out and then come back again that's the reason they, they charge a lot of money because everyone in the U US for example it's a 14 hour flight 15 hour flight they want to they want to make it worth it yeah that and that's the reason they, they charge a lot when they come out but I know some of the prices I've, I've seen some prices it's too much it's oh, too much to the point where like oh, oh my god I need to be a singer um, <laughs> not a model it, it is too much and I've, I've like I'm yeah. To literally rap three words yeah. basically at I'm, the end of it. I'm responsible yeah. for booking some of the artists sometimes. Damn it, Chelsea. <coughs> like I've seen it change from an artist that I would have booked five years ago. Yeah. Get that much to now how much they're getting, even though their careers just stayed the same. Right. Yeah. And a big part of that is purely because of other clubs. Yeah. Like it, they're, they're not worth that money, but they're going to probably sell you five more tables than what another club would. And I think it is definitely not right because if I was in the UK or if I was doing my stuff in Ibiza, I would never do that. Yeah. But I think it's just, that's just the culture that's being created in the clubbing industry in Dubai. For sure, in Dubai, yeah. And it, it is scary. And like I said, I hope after this whole shit happens, that gets taken away. Cross fingers. Cross fingers, definitely. <laughs> like, and then what I wanted to say to you guys, on a DJ level, with like homegrown talent of DJs and stuff like that, where do you see that getting to? Because I... Um, I don't know many DJs, new DJs that have been here for a while that are now on the club scene. Well, the thing is, <laughs> oh God, got to be very careful when you say this right now. No, it's, um, thing is, the new, the new DJ, I mean, obviously with, with Pioneer, I mean, just equipment in general, like it makes it so much easier for, for DJs to get into the scene these days in comparison to what we used to do like 15, 20 years ago, it was so difficult i mean to rent sound itself was like yeah carry amplifiers and speakers and set them all up and then getting decks was like you know literally burning cds you know small things like that was so difficult so now it's just like literally download Everyone a spotify list you got a little bit of a beat in your head bam bam and you know but then what separates uh i think a couple of djs from the other is just their musical taste uh they know when to make songs and how to make songs and not just go out and just play a you know a smashing set i mean as you said i would rather do a warm-up set than yeah. a main set because anyone can play a main set to like 500 people but then trying to keep the 50 people by the bar for the next two three hours is what makes it even better and yeah. that's why i prefer playing open format because sometimes i get bored after 20 minutes of playing the same vibe and i just want to go and switch it all up and you know maybe take it in a little housey and then bring it back down and that's what four or five hour sets entail where many of the DJs these days just think it's 90 minute bam you know and job done and you know Instagram get, get, get your cameras out put your hands in the air and it's done uh, it's not all about that I mean look at our Instagrams I mean mine's clearly horrible <laughs> I get one picture done every what, month what is Instagram again? yeah 
there's a lot of um, that, that plays a major part these days. This whole social media aspect yeah, of things. So, you know, with, social media uh, for sure. Um, I I think because of social media and and uh, and the boom of the internet, um, there's a lot of people who are creating avenues for themselves, like creating lanes. They're not trying to become. Andy Swift or Chef Coz or Danny Neville or Bliss <clears throat> they're just trying to become their own selves yeah. and it's a very few people like that I that I that I know of that are trying to come into the clubs and try to DJ like there's this one kid that I know he's like he, he's super talented and he has so much of heart into into DJing but I don't know when is he when he's ever gonna get a chance to be a to get on the on the decks you know Unless I put him there, but uh, there are so many DJs now that are creating their own sounds, but they're doing it on their own s- by themselves. Like they're they're getting featured in Boiler Room, for example. Yeah. And you know they're they're doing uh, sets that are very specific to their crowd, like to their friends, and that then they're just having fun with it. And like some of these kids that DJ, like I have never heard them, but. The, the friends that bring along there it's a huge crowd yeah like the the the, the young DJs now so do you think it's a it's, it's a thing of like club owners and managers taking a chance with some of these guys or not uh no <laughs> because the clubs right right now like the owners they want to make money yeah right they're not they're not gonna Obviously, the 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 kids they rather don't want a recognized name than just give yeah. someone a chance. The, ki- the, the kids they don't they don't spend money. They're gonna probably stand around and drink water or Red Bull. But they're then this goes back to the problem of there not being a culture, as a sense, like how yeah, for sure. There needs to be like risk taken with these kind of kids. Like when I first started DJing, I started from doing a party in a bar function room. Yep. when I was 17 and getting 100 people and walking them down the road to the super club and just playing for 15 minutes like and I guess that goes back to the permit side of things exactly. and all of that like if for me personally if there's a young kid that's here and he's a good DJ and he has a following I'd prefer to take the risk and paying for a permit for him to play the last hour than like a, a DJ that you're playing 5,000 dirhams for yeah, yeah. sure I, and also I, I think their expectations are a little different um, like when I when I used to DJ, I, I used to get peanuts. You yeah. know, I used to like drive all the way to Abu Dhabi uh, on on a Friday. Oh yeah, and, I remember that. And, yeah, I used to get peanuts from it. But now when when DJs like the 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 kids that hear how much I used to get paid, they're like, oh my, I'm not gonna play for that. They want the same price uh, fee that we get. So it's it's a it's it's a weird one. I th- and I think in in time they'd understand that. They don't want to pl- like I said. They don't want to play at these big major clubs anyway. Yeah. They want to play these little close-off parties, small ha- with their friends, have fun, and then that's it. I think that what, what's going to happen is eventually there's going to be festivals like Soul DXB and and all that that will just focus on showcase on yeah that. showcasing local talent, the local DJs, and that's what's happening right now. But obviously the clubs are not going to take a chance on these the on these on those DJs or. Or young talent as of now right now but yeah. pretty sure five years who knows it's gonna it's gonna come to that point it's crazy it's scary it's, like, it's yeah. scary but it's it's a it's a like i said it's, it's a cultural thing and the the most important thing on the club owner's mind is money yeah for sure the, they don't really care if uh, the uh, if the young the, this young dj can play the same way that i can 
they're probably going to play it. They're going to probably play him, you know. And yeah, but that's why they, I think they need more pop up things like Soul Dubai. You know, yeah. it, they, they need to have definitely like see even they got the Virgin. Usually the Virgin, um, which you might call like like they have the festival every every fair. But I think this year was obviously cancelled. Oh, Red Fest. And like yeah. yeah, so they they showcase a few local ones, but then at the end of the day, they still have the big boys still playing. It's like you don't need to like have them actually up there. They've already they already recognized anyways. Um, just throw in a few new acts. There's loads of kids around over there. You know, they they get to see their guys come up there, perform 10-15 minutes. Also, it's yeah. it's massive for them, um, and that's what you know. They need to learn how to crawl before they can walk. Some yeah, of them, because sure. um, now they see things given too quick in all aspects of life, and they're like, you know what? Why should we be doing this? We can just meet the club owner directly or do something. Uh, but then, it, I mean, you could just make out. Even when we had this four-month break, I mean. Uh, sorry, we had the break and then obviously for the format we got a chance to play like the same club owners did come back to us and said you know what you need to come back yeah. bring it bring it back they could have easily been like you know what we can't afford you uh, because we're still, we're still charging them that, that rate They're like we could just take someone cheaper but they, they still came back and said you know what you did a good job for us before then bring it back now bring it home for us and then it's unfortunate that we had one like shut down again which was pretty ridiculous to me to be honest because <laughs> half of the buys I mean Pretty much all of the bars open. It's just uh, the entertainment scene that's taken um, taken a hit. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. But um, I mean, fingers crossed. After Ramadan, we know more or less by Eid. But then again, the summer kicks in, so that that's another difficult period. But hopefully, things pick up. Interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. Mm. Um, also, what I wanted to kind of discuss, like me growing up as a DJ in the UK, I always thought about playing elsewhere around the world like for you guys was that ever a thing or was you kind of just content with where you was to be honest i think i was content also again as it comes down again to just the licensing issue so if i was booked for i used to play five six nights a week but then if i'm playing this one saturday in this club and if i was the only one with a license i mean i was meant to be there on that saturday because yeah. i'm giving relief to another to their resident dj or something like that so it wasn't as easy to just pop out and then come back in because there's loads of other things that you know come into play who's going to replace you what's his fee going to be like so on and then don't get me wrong the money was decent so you're just like you know if, if you're raking in this much in a month why go somewhere else and play for for nothing yeah um, and everyone we just think everyone else wants to come to Dubai and DJ so we're already in the hot spot kind of thing uh, that that's just my thing I don't know um, I, I've always wanted to play at the festivals like Coachella um, and like as of recently I, I've been watching a lot of Selection I don't know if you've ever heard that yep. brand. so I've been I've been trying to I've been wanting to play at one of those festivals sort of thing um, but eventually it's going to happen just not, not right now yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm uh, putting it out into the universe putting know? it out there yeah no way we'll make that happen I don't know how but <laughs> this podcast this, is gonna podcast, get you there <laughs> no, we'll the thing is, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to connect with uh, I'm trying to connect with all those DJs right now so I can play this festival yeah but somewhere. see like even with you saying that that excites me and yeah. I feel like I've always seen Dubai and a lot of the DJs in Dubai just happy with it like like you said it's the place people want to come to so why not but even like you saying you like so election and that vibe I feel like there's even a space here for something like that, that there needs, is for sure that needs to be created and people need to think about it in that way and I know that 100% isn't going to bring any club owner any money Yeah, and that's the hard thing about it but 
I just like I hope in a few years to come few years to come that there is that sense of culture yeah because this is like I grew up with it I've travelled and seen it everywhere else and I think it's just missing here even though it's the place that everyone comes to yeah and I think people need to and as much as I want to see it and you guys want to see it everyone around the world that comes to Dubai back and forth they want to see it sure yeah so it's like I just I just think yeah more more people need to push on it I think yeah I, and I think you know me and you Charles we're going to talk after this we're going to rent out there a little spot <laughs> <laughs> I'll just and then, DJ and, for that, it, and then just like get everybody there yeah. it's about the thing is it, it's not it's it's easier said than done there's a lot of I don't I, I wouldn't call it politics but there's a lot of it's a it's work around yeah it is nothing that's in black and white to say oh you know what we can rent this place out we can sell tickets and we can just have a party it's just like you know uh, like you said with, with the with the permits and alcohol uh, licensing alcohol licensing oh, so and if it's like more than 50 people you have to get a, a police and ambulance and you know what I mean there's, yeah. there's certain rules and regulations that makes it kind of impossible to, to, to make it happen I think that's why people haven't stepped out of that zone and been like yeah. you know what I'm gonna do this yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna have this because just the work around the entire thing is so painstaking and then they're just like is it actually worth it at the end of it Yeah. and I think that's what you know, I, I bet there's so many people who've got great ideas of you know just having a pop-up festival or doing whatever it is. It's just I think the the whole work around the whole thing is just too much of a hassle. But then hopefully it things do. I mean, you said it's getting worse, but hopefully things get better. I mean, <laughs> in terms of the whole licensing issue, I think that's what holds people back. Yeah. Even other DJs playing in just other clubs, I, I want to sometimes just go jump on the decks with them. They'll be like, Yeah. You, know, you get thrown out by the bouncer uh, and everything. No. Oh, no, I'm just like Whoa. That, that is the worst thing that, that, to me. That, and that's I'm, I'm, a, I'm a DJ. That's like, if my friend's playing somewhere, I'll just jump just on. Jump like, on, it's yeah. Just vibe. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so painful that you can't do that here. Like everyone that comes over, even like friends that come over that DJ, are not even booked here, just to jump on. Yeah, like it, it hurts oh, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like boat parties are the only time you can do that. Yeah, yeah. that's why I always <laughs> carry my USB to a boat party. <laughs> um, <laughs> but five years ago, would you have thought Dubai is where it's at now, though? Or have you seen the progress? It was it was heading that direction for sure. Was, there was a lot of people coming to Dubai. We were booking. We were starting to book artists, uh, and I think it's just uh, people yeah, mentioning. I, I, I actually quite like where this this is heading right now. Uh, yeah. With the whole, I mean, because obviously, the bigger clubs took a massive hit, and then they had to like yeah. probably close down or or basically downsize. change the whole setup and downsize. And as you even see right now, like with like the guys from La Cantine, they decided to open Twiggies and now they opened up a new bar and there's loads of restaurants which are turning into like bars and I quite like that. I used to love that setup. I mean, I still love that setup. Yeah. And I think that's opening a lot more, which makes it a lot easier to, um, you know, to go and get a chance to go and play at or whatever it is than trying to work in a super club or trying to go through like 10 other DJs already in booked in or whatever it is. Uh, so I like where that's heading actually at this moment um, because you got to go and keep everything on a, on a smaller scale. Which is, I mean, it's nice. I mean, I know you like playing in the super clubs or whatever. No, I, I do. You know what's the, what needs to start happening? Everyone needs to... There's a lot of investment companies or groups that open up clubs in Dubai or franchises in Dubai. Someone needs to step out of it. Someone needs to open up a club and be like, like this is what we're going to play. This is exactly the kind of music yeah. that we're going to play. I know maybe like maybe one or two people that have done it yeah. and it's gone... 
it's gone amazing but also like they had to close down like uh, summer opened up um, uh, stereo arcade yeah. and you know stuff with like that the 80s vibe, with the yeah, 80s vibe loved, and it was very it was um, very cool and i think more people need to take a chance on that because i think a lot of people would uh would like that idea like people would people from different parts of the world will come and be like oh, you know what that's yeah. great but they also love you know the super clubs over here as well because they don't have that set of situation in and they're in the country yeah i think like if, if i had money now i'd open a small place and just make it like not free for all but just different vibes and i think even the super clubs to a certain extent can do it if, if you're busy if you're open three or four days a week and you're busy they can probably afford to to kind of justify another night do you get what i mean like even with when i was doing disturbing here it started as a straight uk event yeah. which in a super club out here no one thought it would kind of work because yes there's uk people but they're not up to date with the uk vibe to a certain extent just the big songs and it worked like and i think if there was the same with like the african music and the french nights now that's that is just the biggest scale of what we're talking about yeah so i think once more of that happens and the smaller stuff gets bigger mm. I, I don't see why it can't and definitely on the festival side of things with what you were saying i think that's going to be important going forward well, we should start our own festival then basically okay let's do, <laughs> let's, let's do it disturbing dubai nah no I'm, i'm 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 like i'm on that stage now where yeah uk but i've been here long enough now this just opens me out to the world like yeah. like sitting with you two here that are not from the uk in that sense you know uk music but you have a completely different taste do you get what i mean and that's what like i said i, I find dubai one of the hardest places to play at because you have to think about everyone yeah and a lot of dj's don't really understand that and they're very one track minded in what they're playing but i don't think it's a bad thing i think it's it's good what's coming yeah. but yeah got to wrap things up these are the type of chats i can have for so, hours i oh, i yeah. feel i i was going to oh maybe we could go another hour <laughs> easily <laughs> but thank you guys do you want to just let people know where they can catch you obviously not djing at the moment but yeah. on your socials andy's one picture a month so one picture a month <laughs> dj andy swear follow me on instagram Um, I'm got? on uh, Mr. Chef Codes as M R S H E F C O D E S Instagram, Twitter, not on YouTube, but not on. Uh, I'm on TikTok as well now. So and all the billboards. I, I still own a Facebook <laughs> account, basically. So and his <laughs> full name on Facebook. Full, full name you know on Facebook. What? I think we need to start doing like a little dance routine for TikToks. So I don't know if many people know this, but you know my name's not actually Andy Swift. So my actual name's Andrew Miranda. I knew okay. that. And did you know that? Of course I did. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, you would. But it was a funny story actually. Um I don't know if we have time for this, but Go um it. it was in the early 2000s uh I was just getting my first breakthrough and uh, this guy, a legendary guy, Bon Guerrero, everyone knows him in Dubai. Uh he used to throw the most exclusive parties and I got a chance to DJ for him and I had a meeting with him and he was just like, "So, what's your DJ name?" I said, "It's DJ Andy." He just told me, "It's not going to work." <laughs> think of something tomorrow i'll be back i was like what and then um, my cousin actually just thought of the name because he used to take part in a lot of dj competitions at that point in time you know she's so mixing really quick and then you're like why don't you just call yourself swift you know like quick and i was just like andy swift i sent him a message i'm like will andy swift work and he's like 
yeah, that's okay. And, then, <laughs> and that's all. That's the only conversation I ever had with him. Even during the party, he's like, I just never spoke to him because he was just, you know, he had his own little vibe going on, whatever it is. And I just got booked to play in the back room over there. And I was just happy to even DJ for the guy because it was so exclusive to even get on his guest list, which was amazing. But uh, yeah, that's how Andy Swift came about. Swift. <laughs> well, it's Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for coming uh, on. First episode. Good vibes, but we have to talk again. These, these sure. are the conversations that I think can 100%. last hours. Yeah. And hopefully in like a year's time, we look back at this conversation and it's like things have progressed. 100%. But thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us.